Hi everybody, I'm so glad you're back for another episode of The Unlikely Pastor Wife. We are going to tackle the topic today of hustle culture. Is it biblical and how can we combat it in our own life? Here we go. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Unlikely Pastor Wife. I'm Allison Moore, your host for today, and it is just me in my lonesome. Just me by myself. I do not have a co-host today um, because we're going to talk about hustle culture. And I have to say this before we start. Yes, I am in my closet recording this. All right. Um, Yes, I am sitting on the floor. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that um, I am not professional. All right. This is um, not a professional (laughs) setup that I have going on. I think I probably need to invest in like a real professional setup. But honestly, when I started this podcast, it was like, I want to do this for fun, see if I like it. I don't want to put a ton of money into it yet to see where it goes. But I've had such um, amazing response to it that um, it's it's been super fun and I want to do it as long as I can. And as long as I have enough to talk about, that is the thing. But um, with that being said, if you have a topic you'd like me to cover, please um, DM me on Instagram over at the unlikely pastor wife. I would love to hear any ideas that you have for me. Cause you know, my brain's only, you know, the capacity is only so, um, so much. So with that being said, uh, thank you guys for continuing to listen. And today again, it is just me, myself and I, we are going to talk about, um, hustle culture and how we can combat that especially in the world that we live in today where hustle is glorified. I see people making tank tops of themselves that says hustle gang and they're holding hundred dollar bills. And on the back, they, you know, I think it said, what did I see? So on the front of the, uh, of the tank top, this is just to show you like how much hustle is glorified on the front of the tank top was this person holding hundred dollar bills and it said hustle gang. And then on the back, it said, Something like when good people make great money, they do great things. Or when good people make good money, they do great things. And it was all about like, look at us, we're hustling. Uh, we're the hustle gang. And I was like, <laughs> I kind of like threw up in my mouth a little when I saw it. Because I was like, that's really, first of all, it's very self-glorifying. <laughs> and second of all, it's just gross. Um, So we're going to kind of talk about like what hustle culture is. I'm going to give you some examples of hustle culture, at least in the context that I live in or lived in. And then, um, you know, what does the Bible say about hustle culture? And I got some of my notes from BibleStudyTools.com and WomenAlive.co.uk, a Bell Tyndall article. So not all of these thoughts are my own. All right. I'm not that smart. So with that being said, let's talk a little bit about what is hustle culture. So really hustle culture is really always working hard to pursue your dreams, goals, and aspirations. It's the centerpiece of your life and you pursue it at all costs. And sometimes it can lead to neglecting other areas of your life because you are chasing a dream. Oxford Dictionary calls hustle this, somebody that is quickly pushing in a rough or aggressive way or forcing something before it is ready or sure. Pushing for something as hard as we can for as long as we can to get something as quick as we can. And that in a nutshell is exactly what I'm going to speak about today. And honestly, the dangers of hustle culture and why it's glorified now in in this day and age and how we can turn down that noise of always having your calendar full and always having something going on and neglecting rest, neglecting other things in our life because we have this dream or something in our life, this, this carrot that's, that's been dangled in front of us. And we're just like pursuing it at all costs, um, how that can be actually very dangerous. So let's talk about, you know, what are some examples of 
of, of hustle, hustle culture. Um, you know, neglecting date night with your spouse or getting together with friends and socializing to pursue your dream, your business, your goal, whatever that might be. Um, I know that in the sphere I was in for a very long time, I saw a lot of hustle happening. I saw people, um, glorifying themselves and their hustle by saying like they they're not going to Christmas with family or because they have a goal or they're not going to do sports that they like because for a year because they have a goal that they want to hit in terms of you know I don't know their personal life or their business or something and so they like start neglecting all of these things that actually bring life and joy to fully focus on the 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 dream the the goal the carrot the the final destination whatever whatever that is now i will say this i i think about people who are working on like a doctorate or a master's degree or something like that and so they have to put a lot of that aside you know a lot of kind of extracurricular things um i think that's a little different you know cuz you obviously have a time frame and and to finish these, these, um, degrees and things like that. So I'm not necessarily talking about that. Um, I don't think I've ever seen somebody pursuing a degree of some sort that, you know, says I'm not going to go to a family function because I have to get on a zoom, um, or that I got to, you know, hustle to do this, or I'm not going to do Christmas with my family because we, you know, want to finish the year strong or something like that. So I'm not necessarily talking about that. I'm, I'm talking more about having this dream and purpose that you feel you are, maybe called to do, but, um, you're, you're pushing in a way that can be very, what's the word I'm looking for? You're pushing in a way that can be very damaging to yourself and to the relationships around you. So, um, again, you know, I saw someone post that they were working through the holidays and because of that, it's going to pay off in double or triple. And I'm thinking, man, like the holidays, you should be like relaxing and seeing family and, um, enjoying that season. And instead you're just like grinding, you know, um, this whole glorification of the hustle and grinding to get to where you want to be. I just, I don't know if I agree with that. I really don't know. Um, I remember a couple it was like a month ago. It probably was a month ago. Yeah. It was like, in, it was last month. I go through my Facebook memories and oh my gosh, you guys talk about one embarrassing. Okay. Anything like 2008 to 2011 is pretty embarrassing. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. Um, and then I delete a lot of stuff, especially from the last five years of my life. I just delete a lot of things because, um, it's just, I, it was an unhealthy space. So, um, I was actually looking back and I saw that I had posted, a picture of myself. And I think I had the vid at this time. It was 2020 and it was before we all knew what it was, or maybe it was overseas and we, it wasn't what it was yet. I was really sick and I had a zoom to do that night with somebody. And, um, I hopped on the zoom. I felt awful. And I listen, I'm telling on myself here. It's just so embarrassing. Transparency, full transparency from Allison. I <laughs> texted Ryan. I was like, Hey, come take a picture of me working. And so he did, he came to, took a picture and then he posted the picture of me or I posted it of myself. Maybe I forget saying, you know, Oh, it was, I posted it myself. This is what hustle looks like. Even though I don't feel good, the greatest joy is helping other people. Um, uh, hustling means going from good to great. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad I can laugh about it now, but it was this post of me being so sick. Again, I think I had the vid. Uh, I think everyone says that though, um, but I do really do think I did. And, you know, here I am on a Zoom. I have my Ryan 
inauthentically take a picture of me and then I post it talking about the hustle and the grind and look at me, everybody. Look at me. I'm hustling. Oh my gosh. Talk about such a horrible mentality. Um, I, I actually took a screenshot of it and then I deleted it off of Facebook because I, I wanted to have the memory of it. And I will actually post this after this episode comes out this week. I will post it um, on my Instagram so you guys can see exactly what I'm talking about because I'm not lying. Um, I wanted to memorialize it, but I didn't want it on my Facebook anymore. <laughs> I wanted it completely off. Um, it was just so ridiculous. You know, um, I mean, I remember sitting in the car while my kids had practice and I was doing work and I was hustling because again, you know, the good to great mentality, you know, you're always striving for something better is really just a toxic, toxic mentality. Um, I heard someone say the other day that if you have idle time on your calendar, you're more prone to sin. Um, cite your sources. <laughs> cite your sources. Like, what What are you... It, first of all, if that's your opinion, that's fine. Like, maybe for you, that is true. But to make a blanket statement saying that if you have idle time on your calendar, you are more prone to sin, I was like, okay you are off your rocker, completely off your rocker. And again, cite your sources. Where did you get that? Where are the stats to show that? Um, I highly doubt that there are any sources that that person can cite. I thought it was ludicrous. Um, but you know, people are going to think that people are going to listen to this person and be like, Oh, I better not have any spare time on my calendar. Listen, your whole calendar does not need to be time blocked forever. It's just crazy to me that People literally time block every single minute of their day. And I'm just, and sometimes they even time block rest, which I guess that's good if you're not getting any rest, but man alive, I do not want to live my life where my calendar like that is so full that I have to block in rest time. It might be time to take a step back and be like, hmm, you know what? I, uh, I think I need to slow down with the hustle. Another example, you guys, this is all of this stuff is real stuff that I've seen. You guys, I'm not even kidding you. Okay. Someone posted a picture of themselves on the back of their husband's motorcycle. They were driving the motorcycle or he was, she was watching a training video of whatever on the back of the motorcycle. And she was like, look at me, I'm hustling. I'm all in. And I was like, um, first of all, that is ridiculous. It's also very dangerous. I think you should probably be holding on, not watching a training, okay, a Zoom training. And this is the thing. The person that posted this, it was a repost. And I messaged that person and I was like, because this is how I am. Don't you think this is a little ridiculous? And the person totally ignored me. But I'm, I'm like, why are you applauding this person on the back of somebody's motorcycle, watching a training video or a training Zoom or whatever it is, saying that they're all in, and then posting it, and then someone reposting it? This is the world we're living in right now, you guys. And that's why I'm doing this episode, because it's so ridiculous, okay? The toxic hustle culture and people being applauded for doing outrageous things to show that they're hustling is insane. It's insane to me and it's toxic. And I have been a proponent of it. And so I'm coming to you not as somebody who has never felt fallen prey to this. I have. And even in the line of work I do now as a real estate agent, it can be very easy to 
be a shark and just be out there grinding and hustling. And honestly, I, I do really well for my clients. I do business that I want to do with people that I love. I love referrals, but I'm not, I'm not going to hustle and let everything else fall away so that I can be the best real estate agent and be on all the top 10 lists or, you know, the best being on magazine covers. I don't care about that. I literally do not care about that. I care about living a life of peace and not always hustling. Um, I want to talk about a story in the Bible. And if you know this story, I'm going to, this is the Sunday school version, folks. Okay. The Sunday school version of the Mary and Martha story when Jesus comes to visit. And it kind of goes like this. So Martha in the Bible was really the epitome of hustle. She was, Jesus was coming. And she was grinding on all the preparations that had to happen when Jesus came to visit, okay? And what happened was the hustle that she was in was causing her focus to shift on what was really important. What was important was that, hey, Jesus is coming to visit. He wants to dine with you. Like, it's okay. You don't have to have every dust bunny off the floor. Your house doesn't have to look immaculate. You don't have to have all your, you know, things together, all your ish together. You don't have to, okay? But Martha was like just grinding, grinding, grinding. And Jesus actually called her out and was like, hey, Martha, you should be focused on doing less rather than more. But what do people say? They're like, oh, you should be doing more. Don't you want to go from good to great? You should always be doing more, 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 more. That's not enough. More, more, more. And Jesus is actually telling Martha like, no, 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 no. Just like chill out, Martha. Like just chill. Take a little bit of a chill pill. Come sit down. Let's just talk. Let's just chat. Um, and it was, this is a perfect example of that. But listen to this, Mary, on the other hand, Mary was the epitome of like just chilling. She wasn't the one hustling. And actually Martha was really mad at Mary. Again, this is Sunday school version, okay, of the story. Mary was upset with Martha because, or excuse me, Martha was upset with Mary. I apologize. Martha was upset with Mary because Mary wasn't doing anything. She was just sitting at Jesus's feet and Jesus told her that, what Mary was doing was actually the better option because Martha kind of was like, Jesus, Mary's not doing anything. And Jesus was like, well, actually, she's the better option is what she has chosen. Just like sit at my feet, chill out, rest in me. Martha is over there rushing around and is resentful of Mary. And Jesus just tells her to slow down. Your, your focus is off of what is truly important. And I feel like in hustle culture, that is what is what what is happening is that our eyes have been taken off what is truly important. And I'm going to preach a little bit. So if you're not a believer, I'm coming at this through the eyes of being a Christ follower, um, that our eyes are, are are taken off of Jesus when we are focused on a paycheck, a, 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 a business, a um, influence, all of that. And you're hustling to get all of those things. Your eyes have completely shifted off of what is important. And the importance is God's kingdom and aligning your will with his will and being in right relationship with him, not hustling, not doing the Martha and like running around hustling. It's doing what Mary was doing. Her focus was on Jesus. Martha's focus was not. And I think what can get really scary is when the two things collide and when people hustle in the name of Jesus, I think it's probably unbiblical. Sorry, I'm going to step on some toes here. Hold on, let me get some water. When you see those two worlds collide and people are hustling because they think that the world depends on their paycheck to... um 
enhance the kingdom of God or push forward God's kingdom. Um, you know what? God doesn't need you. Okay. He wants your heart. He wants your heart. He wants your focus to be on him and him alone, not the hustle of all the other things going on. Now, listen, I, I'm not saying that God doesn't place dreams in your heart and purpose for your life and that you shouldn't do your best in everything that God has handed to you. Please hear me. Okay. Disclaimer, disclaimer, bleep, bleep, bleep. I am not saying that we shouldn't do our best. Okay. I'm as a real estate agent, I, I will always do my best for my clients. Okay. I'm always going to do what's right for them and help them in any way I can. I'm a dog with a bone when it comes to helping my clients. All right. So I'm not saying don't do well in what you do. I'm saying is the hustle and the purpose of your life, is it an idol that you're pursuing so aggressively that other areas in your life are suffering? That's when it becomes toxic and you're going to burn out. And honestly, I've seen pastors do this. I have seen pastors who never take a Sabbath, who are always doing something. And it's like, bro, sis, like, chill out for a second. Even God of the universe rested. Okay. He created the whole universe and then he rested. And some of us are running around like chickens with our heads cut off and we need to slow down and stop hustling because our focus becomes ourself and what we can do instead of what is God doing or how can I, how can I, my focus be on Jesus instead of whatever dream I'm pursuing. And honestly, I think the pursuit of purpose is the new prosperity gospel. I really do think that it is, it is shifting and per, you know, pursuing purpose is now like God's will for our lives and what you should be passionately going after consistently. I don't, I don't think I agree with that. In my opinion, I don't, I don't agree with that. And we see a lot of people talking about pursuing purpose. And if you're pursuing your purpose, you know, that's God's will. And you should be like just totally all in and pursuing that and passionately going after that. And honestly, I feel like people use hustle to justify that. And I don't necessarily, in my opinion, think that that is the way of Jesus, to be honest with you. So again, disclaimer, I'm not saying don't work hard. All right. I'm not advocating for laziness and that we shouldn't strive to be the best in everything that we do, but the message message of hustle and toiling endlessly really becomes tireless and tiring, tiring and meaningless. So, um, how can we combat hustle culture? I'm going to talk about four ways and Clarence Haynes Jr. stated these four ways so effortlessly in an article that he published. So these are not my ideas. I just felt like they were just super good and I wanted to share them with you guys. So number one, are you valuing relationships? Let's go back to hustling and foregoing date night with spouse, going out with friends, all of that because you are, you have this goal and you have to reach it. And you know, again, that proverbial carrot. It can be really easy to forego relationships with God and others if you're always grinding because you want to be productive in order to achieve your goal. Life is not just about productivity. It's about connecting with people and God and not connecting people with God as part of your hustle, okay? We're not going to be inauthentic and only connect with people because, oh, they might help me in my business someday. No, that's gross. That's so gross. Let's not do that. Okay. Um, 
it's really just connecting with people authentically because honestly, we have to value relationships in our life. And sometimes doing more is not always the answer. Okay. Even Jesus, he, he stepped away for a little bit and just spent time with the people that he really, really loved. He, he stepped away from his ministry, went away with his 12 disciples and just chilled. Okay. Even Jesus did that. So we got to be able to step away, be with the people we love, let that fill our cup. Okay. And then go back to what you're doing. But if you're foregoing all of that to chase something, your, your values might be a little out, out of whack, you know? Um, so we got to think about that. Are you valuing the relationships or it has your hustle become your idol? And I think that is the, the, the key in all of this. Has your hustle become an idol? Um, the second thing, do you value rest? rest? So we talked about valuing relationships. Even Jesus, you know, valued his relationships with his close 12. Um, valuing rest. We are not the energizer bunny. At some point, your body is going to need rest. I mean, even again, I already said this, but God established a Sabbath. And this is the thing. This is the one um, Ten Commandment that I think we as Christians and Christ followers are so easy to break. All right. We don't have to be like super religious about it. And it has to be on Sunday or it has to be on Saturday. Like, no, like, but you have to have a day of rest. You really, you really do. It is biblical and it is it's a part of the 10 commandments. I mean, you're not going to go and covet your neighbor's wife or have an affair. At least I hope not or even murder somebody. But why are we so quick to not obey the command that God established? That is a Sabbath. I think we need to check ourselves about that. Turn your phone off. Stop answering emails and texts. Get off of Instagram and Facebook. Put your phone on do not disturb and don't apologize for it. I have a text thread with some friends, for example, and um, at eight o'clock, my phone pretty much goes into do not disturb mode, except for my mom, my husband, and my daughter. They can all contact me after eight, between like eight and seven, I think it is. Um, So I will wake up sometimes in the morning and this text thread, there's like six of us in this text thread, I'll have like 55 messages and they will laugh and be like, oh, Allison's not responding because her phone goes off at eight. And I know that they're joking about it, you know, and maybe they're like, about it. Like, what, what's her problem? I don't know. I think it's maybe a little bit of both sometimes, which is fine. But they know that after a certain time period, I'm not going to be answering text messages because I need that time to just kind of like chill out. I need to let my body and my mind and my soul rest. And so I have established that boundary in my life. Um, I know my husband, he takes a day where his phone is just totally put away. I haven't gotten there yet. I was doing that for a while. I need to start doing it again. But, um, and I, I admire him for that. You know, he's not answering emails. He's not answering text messages. If it's an emergency, people know where we live and they can get a hold of us. Okay. Nothing is so important that you can't take a day to just relax. And you know what? If you want to watch Netflix all day, do it. Don't let anybody tell you that you shouldn't be watching Netflix. Sit on the couch, eat some popcorn, and watch Netflix. It's totally fine. But the hustle culture is going to tell you, oh, don't rest. Fill up your calendar. You might be, you might fall into sin. Oh my gosh, so stupid. Like seriously, we gotta learn how to value rest. Um, I remember that when my dad died in 2021, I knew I needed to take some time to just get off of social media. And um, take a break. 
but I was so worried about what was going to happen to the business I was in at that time if I was just, if I just disappeared for a couple weeks. And my husband looked at me and he's like, that's really toxic, Allison, that you feel like you can't even step away for two weeks or a month and grieve and just, you know, be with your own thoughts and work through the pain of your dad's passing without um, worrying about what's going to happen to the business I was in at that point. And he was right. And I thought, man, that is toxic that I I think like that. And I know now why I think that. Um, I won't go into that. But um, I had to really, I, I did it for a week and then I hopped right back on, you know, and I didn't really give myself the time um, to, to rest and to grieve. Um, and I think we need to do that. I think we need to combat hustle culture by valuing rest and giving us a day. And if you, if you're going through something, giving yourself a week or two weeks or a month or whatever it is, I think it's super, super healthy. I have a friend who, um, she has a large following on Instagram and she posted the other day. She's like, guys, I'm burnt out. I'm stepping away for at least a month. And I was like, good for you. I was like applauding her in the background. I'm like, good for you, girl. Good for you. You know? And 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 she's not worried about what's going to happen to her paycheck. God's her provider. You know? If you trust God with what you have, everything's going to work out. It doesn't all have to rely on you. I, I hear if it's, if it's meant to be, if it's up to me, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. I think that's what it is. If it's meant to be, it's up to me. Actually, no. It's not. If you are a Christ follower... You, that, that is the idol right there. What I just said, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. I think that's the, I think that is the, the mantra. Actually, no, I'm going to rely on God. I'm going to, I'm going to steward my gifts and my talents well, but if it's meant to be, I'm going to do all that I can, but also I'm going to partner with God because God's my provider and I'm going to trust him with what I have and everything will work out. It's not up to me. Yes, again, I'm going to work hard, but that mantra, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. I think that's what it is. That is a part of hustle culture. Blech. Let's just stop saying that completely. All right. Number three, <clears throat> excuse me, value limitations. You are a limited commodity. You can only do so much and you can't do it all. You have to take stuff off your plate. I know people who can afford to delegate all the meaningless things in their life. You know, they have a bajillion people hired. Um, The majority of us can't do that. And is that really the goal? Like, I don't, I want to pick up my kids from school. I don't want to delegate that to somebody else because those conversations in the car after school are just so precious. And I only have that, I only have a certain amount of time with my kids. Okay, so some things I'm not willing to, to give up, but we have to stop adding more and more to our schedule and our plate and learn how to focus on doing less like Mary did in the story that I mentioned in the Bible. Be like Mary. Sit at the feet of Jesus. Our culture glorifies more. Do more. Have more. Be more. Never be content. Hustle for that dream. Start saying no to things and don't apologize for it. If you have something on your calendar and you're like, you know what? I need to rest. Call that person up and be like, you know what? I overcommitted. I have to take this off my plate. And hopefully, if it's a friend, they will understand I had um, this last December, I was not feeling well in December and um, I had a Christmas party I was going to host for some friends and the week before I had so much going on and I 
texted all my friends and I said, Hey, I'm canceling my Christmas party. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. I only have so much capacity and, um, they were okay with it. I mean, some of them were like, Oh, but it's so fun. I'm like, I know, I know. I love it. But out of all the things I can take off my plate, that's what I'm doing. I, again, I'm a limited commodity. <laughs> all right. I only have so much capacity. So I had to take that off my plate and I did. And it relieved a lot of stress from me. And, um, it felt so good to say, say no, like I can't do that. Again, every hour of your day does not have to be scheduled and time blocked. I heard this said, show me your calendar and I'll show you your priorities. Mm, again, I think that's a hustle culture men mentality. And I think we got to be really careful saying that. Every second does not have to be scheduled out. No, thank you. I don't want every day of my life scheduled out. That screams hustle culture to me and I don't want that. I don't want it in my life. And finally, number four, valuing life. And we're going to talk a little bit about Solomon, the wisest man to ever live. He wrote the book um, of the Bible called Ecclesiastes. And in Ecclesiastes 2, 17 through 18, he said this. So I hated life because the work that is done under the sun was grievous to me. All of it is meaningless, chasing after the wind. I hated all the things I had toiled for under the sun because I must leave them to the one who comes after me. Okay, like I said before, there's nothing wrong with hard work, but toiling endlessly in a hustle culture can be meaningless. It's a vapor in the wind. You cannot take your bank account into eternity. You cannot take your business into eternity with you. You know what? When you are on your deathbed, what's going to be important? Your relationship with God and your relationship with the people that you love. It's not going to be how much money you have. If you were the top earner, if you were on the cover of magazines, you can't take any of that into eternity. You absolutely can't. And at the end of life, none of this matters. It absolutely does not matter. Sometimes it comes with hustle, comes with great sacrifice. And people will tell you the sacrifice is worth it. It's not. It's not. You have to learn to maintain a work-life balance. Don't live the integrated life where work and life commingle. There is no separation, okay? No matter how much freedom people say that will bring you, integrated life is not healthy. There's never in any separation. You never stop working, Okay, you never stop working in the integrated life. You could, I remember being with somebody and I wanted to spend some time with them, just us, and um, learn from this person. They were on their phone constantly working. And I, I remember I drove a very long way to be with this person. And I left thinking that was a waste of time. Because this person was constantly working, constantly on the phone, constantly te text messaging, constantly voice texting. And yeah, I get it. Like we can go shop. But there was no attention on like building relationship. It was all about, oh, I'm hustling, I'm working. And I felt so devalued, to be honest with you. And I was like, wow, I made that whole trip and it wasn't even, it wasn't worth it. I, there was no value that I got out of it. What I saw was just somebody who's hustling and they have this quote unquote integrated life where they never stop working. And I don't think that's healthy. I, I don't care if you can work from the beaches of Mexico. You're still working, Okay. You're still working. I want to lay on the beach in Mexico and not think about work. I want to actually vacation and not get on a Zoom, not email, not have my fingers and anything back home. All right. I want to lay on the beach, eat chips and guacamole and drink a margarita and not worry about having to work. I don't know why that is a flex. 
in my mind, that's not valuing life. You're constantly working. Life is more than that. It totally is. You have to value life because you can't take it into eternity with you. You absolutely cannot. So to end this, do a self-evaluation. Are you hustling? Okay. Are you striving to have that hustle gang tank top that I talked about at the beginning? All right. Where hustle is glorified, the hustle gang. I don't, I don't know if hustle is biblical. Working hard, yes. Hustling, no. And I'm speaking from an area that I've been working on because again, even in the industry I'm in now, it's very easy to get caught up in the hustle and comparing yourself to other people who are, you know, on the magazine covers and in the top percent of real estate agents. And I just don't care about that. I care about helping people find their homes and doing a good job for them, but I'm not going to be out there hustling so that I can make a name for myself. I can't take that name into eternity with me or my bank account. I want to value my life and my rest and relationships and limitations so that I can have a really nice balance in my life. And I want to be like Mary. I don't want to be like Martha because resting in Jesus and I don't, I don't want to be living the hustle culture life. Hey, you guys, thanks again for joining me today. I'm so grateful for each one of you that listens and tunes in every week. Please share the podcast with whoever you think might um, enjoy it or learn something from it. Also follow me over on Instagram at the unlikely pastor wife. You guys can follow all of my crazy antics over there as well. And if you haven't already, please like, and subscribe to the podcast. It lets more people know about my content and gets it out to more people. Other than that, have a great week. We'll see you next time.